We are live. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we get a little sexy after hours. Good evening, ladies and, and gentlemen. And that's when you get Zumundo Podcast After Hours, baby. Welcome to Zumundo, episode 42.5. I'm Doolin. And I'm Keith. And we have absolutely nothing to go on. Like, we're just... We're just going from the oh, cuff, no. man. I have this right now. We you can have, play it. You have it from the cuff? What? You have what exactly? Well, you were talking about doing a uh, commentary on Conan the Barbarian, but that's <laughs> it's a long movie. It's two hours and six minutes, my friend. 1982. Yeah, man. So, yeah, so we just finished episode uh, 42. Yes. And that was a good time. And then at the end of episode 42, you're like, we're, we're going to watch uh, Leon. We, we did. We watched Leon the Professional, which is a... Oh, um, I'm so old and judgmental. I, I would say, you know, I'm going to go with my, it's, which is it, an excellent film. It, it is, you know, like I it, watched it, it for the first time. The, the, and the spy hitman, super weirdo drama. Well, it's a trope, right? Like you have, you have a very. Well, you're going to uh, go with a t- different trope than me. Well, I think fine. it's the movie that cemented Gary Oldman as an ultimate awesome bad guy. He was an ultimate awesome bad guy. Like, so I just watched it with you for the first time. You're like, you, you literally made me sit down and watch it. I can't believe you've never seen that. I've never. I mean, I, I I'm very well aware You're of familiar, the movie. Yeah. yeah. So it was a a very very young Natalie Portman. Yeah, that was her first film. She was yeah. like twelve or thirteen when she made it. Yeah, yeah. very much so. And uh, and of course you have Gary Oldman in that. So we uh, we actually and John Renault Renault. It sounds right. John Jean yeah. I think he's still he's still around at some. Yeah. yeah, dude, he was in everything. He's been in a bunch of good spar spar spy. Yeah. So if you've never seen it, like it is a, uh, it's, yeah. I'm, I'm going to hit the trope, which I know you're like, ah, the trope. Whatever, you're really it, about this. He's 75 years old, by the way. Good yeah. Lord. He's 75. Good for him. He still looks like himself, but he, I mean, hey, he but, was in Ronin with uh, Robert De Niro. Yeah. Another yeah, yeah, good yeah, yeah. spy kind of cloak and dagger type thriller action movie. Mm-hmm. A lot of mm-hmm. action movies, man. He's, he's, you know, he's worthy of the expendables, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For um, sure. Yeah. But, but I, I watched it with you for the first time and I was like. All right, this is a pretty cool film. Like mm-hmm. I, 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 I dug it. I, I could definitely see why um, it would raise some eyebrows in today's society. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, there's, mean, there's some, there's some things in there where you're like, mm, no, eh, I, I mm. don't. So no. I don't know if it was based off a book. I do know there's a bigger story there where it gets a little awkward. Yeah, um, yeah. Of but, course. but uh, I think that's the story, and not so much 1994. Um, uh, it, yeah, I guess it was written and directed by a guy. I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah, it, but yeah, there's some stuff in there that today is weird. So, um, her, it's and her I got a mental say, like, relationship I, I, I gotta, about the whole thing going yeah, on. Yeah, of course. Really I mean, that's in the book and stuff. But I got to say something about this 1994 film, and that's like it, it really does kind of play to um, there. There is an old, old trope. Not not just in Hollywood. But there's a uh, but even even storytelling you have like the lone gunman mm-hmm. or the lone samurai or the Ronin so to speak he's definitely a Ronin yeah which is uh, which was what who Leon is in this movie so like o- opening scene you see this guy and uh, he is a, he is a cold blooded ruthless killer like he's yeah. a contract killer you, he's like the you see him yeah he is the professional he's a professional killer you see him uh, you, you see him like 
kill these people. But also, like, uh, he does have kind of a, a a sense of morality, despite the fact that he is a killer. Like, yes, I kill, but also I have a moral compass. Like, yeah, I, no, I no women, no children. No women, no children. You know, like, you know, I'm, I'm hired to kill this person. It's Obviously, a story they, they at the end something. of the day, yeah. like, too, right? Like, yeah. But yeah. but then, like, you you get some glimpses of, uh, of him, and, like, what does he do in his free time? Like, he goes to the movies by himself, and watches like singing in the rain. Gene Kelly. Gene Kelly singing in the rain, and it was like, and we, we were watching, and I was like, it's almost kind of like reminiscent of Wally, like Wally. Yeah, that was an interesting and, reference. And like made, Wally, yeah. like is like he he watches uh, Hello Dolly in his little pod and stuff, and you're just like, oh, he's lonely, but also as so with this contract killer, like he's just he's he's got nobody. It's just so, it's just him. Like he's 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 lonely. You know what I mean? Like he. He, this guy longs for human connection in some know, form or another. I don't know that he longed for it. That's how. There, that's what I took from it. <laughs> there is a. There is a. Um, they allude to the fact that when he got to America, uh, Leon's French. And he's uh, he works for the Italian mafia, right? Yeah, of course. Um, and you know these are all just in New York City people in New York City and, and whatever. But uh, he he they said when you're fresh off the boat, like you were here and you were in trouble because of a woman, right? So he probably did have some sort of relationship that did not you know pan out, you know, yeah, or something like that. Um, I don't know if he necessarily yearns for human contact, but he lives a very simple life. He loves milk. He loves milk. I mean, it's a quirk for his character, I guess. Like, he's just constantly drinking milk. And then, you know, characters with quirks are pretty cool, too. Like, you you made their, like, why is he always drinking milk on camera? He's like, because nowadays, um, when they make a thing and they're like, this is this guy's shtick, he's going to drink milk. He'll drink milk twice in the movie. You don't even notice it. And so mm-hmm. he'd be like, well, what's with the milk? Why did he ask for milk twice in the movie? They never explained that. Mm-hmm. In this movie... He drinks milk. He never drinks alcohol. To the point he where you know milk. that he drinks milk. And you don't really have to think about it because he's drinking milk. Right, um, right, right, yeah. So I, I think our attention spans as a and society I'll, have gone down. And but, I'll actually say this. Um, yeah. As a person from like, I'm, I'm viewing this from like a 1994 lens when I watch it. And, uh, you know, I, I thought it was kind of crazy because like... But you're not 19 for 94. Well, there's, there's um, you know, you see the scene where he's jumping in and, uh, you know, he's doing his thing and he's, he's you know, he's killing because he's a killer. And then there is, uh, there's another scene where the villain is introduced with his men and they're killing a bunch of people. Um, but then, like, there's no other, like, shootouts or action scenes until the end of the movie and i like honestly <coughs> i respect that and i appreciate that because i was like they're really taking the time to build to the relationships the between these two characters which is like almost something you don't see it's anymore. not a, it's not a quick montage it's not it's not rocky does crossfit in the snow and then he fights drago yeah, yeah although yeah. that was a long movie don't get me wrong that There's was a, a great lot movie going on. and that is a great film i love that film but um, you're right. Like, it's not just like, hey, cool. I'm going to take you out and shoot a paintball gun. And now you're a sniper. Yay. Like, yeah, yeah. it's 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 slower. And, you know, it's almost I I, I use the term film noir. It's it's but it that's is, the, though. it's the it might be the wrong term. And uh, but forgive it, me for that. But it's definitely a, an artsy film. Yeah, right. It, that's probably a better way to say. Um, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and there's um, and there's something spoilers where uh, where this this uh, professional hitman uh, and uh, Natalie Portman's character who who is a child like apparently like the book. I don't know if there's a book or what. Um, but 
Well, I think it came from somewhere. It definitely, there's a bigger story I know. Cause I, I, so this is a movie I've watched a lot of behind the scenes stuff throughout the years. I had when they released the international version in America, like I had it DVD extras. Mm-hmm. Well, I might still have it somewhere. I don't know. Um, but there's more to the story than they put on film because it's weird. You know, like her mental it's state a bit, is weird. Well, you know, she like, like falls in love with him kind of. And he's like, oh, in her. It, well, yeah. you know what? They, here's the thing, though. And like anybody's watching that, like she's, you know, she tells him I love you and stuff. And she's, well, at the she's end, a it's child. more of a genuine like I love you. I love you. Like, you know, when they're when they're separating at the end of the movie, it's more right. like, hey, like I care about you. you yeah. Know? It's I, not I, like a. It's romance. ultimately, I think ultimately what it is, is, is it, he becomes a... It's not romantic. It, no, 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 it's not romantic. It's because that's creepy as fuck. He is, no, it is really, really creepy in, in that respect. But he really does, um, this guy who has nobody, cares about nothing, just, just killing... His plant, he just loves killing his plant. And he friend. loves his plant. But just killing and making money, uh, but he... But he's not really making money. He becomes the surrogate father to this child who not only, like came from an abusive family, but then Very had so, yeah. everybody in her life just, just killed off. Well, and that, I mean, obviously the movie doesn't work. It's, it's lone wolf and cub. Yeah, it's exactly it. Yeah. It's, 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 it's Logan. It's Logan and X 23. It's, it's Mando and Grogu. Um, Mando and Grogu. La- yeah. I it's last of us. Last of Us, right? You know, which I mean, is also it's, Mando I mean, and Grogu. <laughs> it really, it, literally, with Pedro Pascal, right? If they reboot this movie and and hire Pedro Pascal, I'm going to be very <laughs> disappointed. But he could play kind of a, an international. You know what I mean? He's a, he's a very good actor. He could and, do it, and he could be um, androgynous to where he's from. And androgynous, know? yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but, quoting Charlie Murphy there. Yeah, yeah. but no, no, but you you know what you, you you said like we'll sit down and we're gonna watch this movie. And I, I sat down and I watched the movie and I'm not sorry I did, man. It was it was a good piece of cinema. And I, I I understood both one, why so many people love this movie, but also why it's kind of such Two. a uh, piece of contentious cinema now. It's a little bit of um, controversy mm-hmm. around er, around it now with with the Me Too movement and everything. You, you know what I mean? Right, right. I mean, and th- we're talking about the 1994 film, of course, not the 1981. I Different movie, totally. Yeah. Um, but what, what I will say, I, my favorite characters in this movie, obviously Leon being like, uh, kind of an anti-hero, not a Charlie Bronson, like looking for trouble type thing, but mm-hmm. he's, he's, uh, it's a different kind of hero. Cause they're all bad guys, right? This is a movie where nobody's good it, to include her. I mean, she's a product of, I mean, she's innocent in the sense that she she's, is, she, but then also at the same time, like but she, she was like, I want to clean all these guys and kill them. Cause they kill my family. Like she's like, got a revenge trip. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Your, your mind doesn't process that. Right. Maybe it does. I don't know. Um, but, uh, what I do is I love him and two breakout roles here between John Renault and, and Gary Oldman cements himself as the most ultimate crazy deviant psycho bad guy yeah and this is why i mean dude did dracula right oh yeah he, amazing I mean, dracula. He, he's spoilers gary, gary oldman, oldman was like, dracula gary oldman's one of, one of my favorite actors of all time he like, was the he, bad guy in the fifth element like yeah. how many other movies he's been a bad guy in and he's been extremely well like yeah like, um extremely a moral good. beloved he he played beethoven in wasn't he in tr- was he in true lies uh, not, not true lies. I don't, I don't, think, I don't think so, but I could be wrong. But, um, but yeah, Gary Oldman is, is literally like commissioner Gordon. Oh he, yeah. He's, yeah. He's but got, that, so that's a weird thing. Like he's such a good actor. He really, he really, really is. And like, and I always refer to him as the chameleon actor because he can just blend seamlessly into like anything 
that he does. He went. He was Winston Churchill, man. Like, He's, oh, and dude, I mean, the guy's just believable in yeah. all of his roles. And and you're talking about in this particular movie, he's like a like a crazy um, drug addict, crooked out, cop, DA crooked guy. Like, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Like, if you look up his thing on IMDb, it doesn't even give you his. Um, <laughs> like it, it doesn't even give you his you, filmography. It's just like this dude he, has like fifteen he, versions of his life, and it's all amazing, right? He did yeah. he did theater work and stuff. He's a real actor, you know. Yeah, and, absolutely. Air Force One uh, yeah, is yeah. another one, a more beloved, where he played Beethoven. Uh, I love. Mozart. He was also the. Uh, if you ever saw the Book of Eli, he played the villain opposite of Denzel Washington. Again, Book of Eli, like amazing. dude, like honestly, like he might be the best villain. Uh, also Hannibal. Pound for this, pound. It's, it's coming in my head now. Hannibal. Pound for pound, man. Yeah. You can't mess with this guy on the yeah. villain scale. A- absolutely. So, yeah, he he definitely played an amazing, nasty, nasty villain in this movie. And He's I done abs- like 108 movies. He was in Oppenheimer where he played Churchill, right? I, I didn't no, see No, no. Actually, he didn't, I didn't play Churchill. I, I haven't seen I think seen he played Harry Truman in that movie. Really? Yes. I haven't, and, I haven't watched. You saw Oppenheimer. I did oh, I loved it. And I gave a great review. <laughs> We're not going to go back uh-huh. into that. Um, yeah. He played freaking in Darkest Hour. He played Winston Churchill. You're right. Uh, he was, dude, he's just been and, so and, 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 and then I, of course I have to give him some props for just first Dracula for the most iconic villain. You want to talk about that time. for a second? Cause that's an Bram amazing Bram Dracula. Yeah. Yeah. We can go into Bram Stoker's Dracula. Sure, um, man. Like I would love to, I've crossed oceans of time to find you. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was, that was good. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so here you go. Bram Stoker's Dracula was an amazing film with an amazing cast. About the same time this movie came out, I it think. Was like, it was just after, 1992, I think. actually. Oh. It was earlier. Okay. So ma- there you go. Right there. Maybe, maybe actually, the professional did not cement his role. Dracula might have. I don't know what his first bad guy was. If you do, email us at zoomundo, zoomundo at outlook.com <laughs> and tell us. Um, so you got Gary Oldman in this movie, Winona Ryder, Anthony Hopkins, bro. Anthony Hopkins Keanu played Reeves. Van Helsing, by the way, like which is freaking amazing. And he like, was a good Van Helsing. He was a great Van Helsing. A believable Van, Van Helsing. Yeah, absolutely. Who was the guy who played the movie Van Helsing? Uh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. We don't need to talk about Logan that. Logan himself. That wasn't a bad movie. I like that. It was a pretty I think bad Kate, movie. Kate Beckinsale was in that movie too. Yeah, we don't need to talk oh, about it. Kate Beckinsale. Anyways. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's, she's yeah. Cool. Bram Stoker's Dracula, though, man. Like, it, it was an amazing adaptation. Not appropriate of, for children. Absolutely not. Um, not appropriate for children. Nor is the book, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, what I will say is is uh, the way again another artsy film the way it was done. Mm-hmm. These are he's such a like you say the chameleon actor. There's a lot of times people don't recognize him. Like you can say the Harry Truman, yeah, the Dracula, absolutely, and or, the Fifth or, Element or, or, and a professional. I'm you sorry, man, Winston Churchill. When I, I I saw clips from that, yeah, and someone was like, "That's that's Gary Oldman." I was like, "What?" You're like, "No, yeah, yeah. he is he is a chameleon." Absolutely through and through, through and through. Absolutely. I like the way they did that movie too. Um, and in the beginning you see him when he falls from grace and mm-hmm. renounces, renounces you know, his and religion become, and stuff. And becomes and, Dracula. And becomes basically. Dracula. It's a curse. Mm-hmm. And then when you see him, he's very sophisticated. And but also with a layer of pain behind him. Like he, oh, he, he plays it really, Dracula's really well. Dracula's a tortured, tortured soul. Mm-hmm. If he even has one, right? Um, and then the way they did that with the stories of like kind of the narration of Keanu Reeves's character going to meet him as the lawyer, mm-hmm. getting his affairs in order and all that kind of stuff is really weird. And then he meets all the other characters in the Dracula story. If you're not familiar with the Dracula story, it's a, uh, it's old, 
you should be. You know, like, uh, <laughs> it's been around for, you know, yeah. since before your granddad. So Since you know. 1462. Yeah. Yep. Um, not that, not quite that long. But, well, you know, I mean, that's where good. Vlad the Impaler is from. Well, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but the, but Dracula is like from the 1800s. <laughs> yeah, the book was obviously <laughs> Bram Stoker wrote it later. And again, Vlad Tepes was the inspirational basis for Dracula. Yes. We have to, this is where the story comes. Like the book, the, the, the trope where, uh, Mary Shelling, Vlad, Vlad, not Mary Shelley, Bram Stoker, Bram Stoker, Mary Shelling, and Mary a couple Shelley other people wrote, supposedly were all in the same room and they had a bet who could write the scariest story. And that's where you got this. I don't know if I believe that. I, you know what? This story cannot be real at this point. I don't but, think that's real, but I love that tale that's like something your dad would say like when he was you know half cocked well, you know, or something it, you know? it, not it, your dad i'm just saying like it, the it's royal like, dad you want to believe that because like you know the stories of uh jrr tolkien and c.s lewis meeting together at the pub while they were both writing the lion the witch and the wardrobe mm-hmm. and the chronicles of narnia or the lord of the rings right. respectively were like post-war both, post-war like they, they were yeah. meeting in this pub together and like talking about their stories collectively as they were writing them. Uh, I will tell you here in just a minute, man. I know I've told my English pub story several times, but we were sitting in, uh, there's a place called the Eagle in, uh, it's in Cambridge, right? Mm -hmm. Cambridge university, that little town right there, not too far from, uh, Milden Hall and a bunch of other stuff. The Eagle and Child is the name of the pub, by the way. And it is actually where they, where they actually, they did meet, regularly um and uh yeah so it uh, i'll get you some information here on it for a second uh here's uh, an article from 2019 jrr tolkien and c.s lewis inklings pub to become okay wait for it wait for it a hotel so that and so the eagle and child in st giles oxford has a plaque inside commemorating the writers get togethers um Known as the Inklings, they would regularly meet up with other academics at the grade two listed pub. Cool. So yeah, so this is a this is this is a thing that happened. These two guys got together. So you got to think like Aslan and Prince Caspian and Aragorn and Legolas. Like these yeah, two guys yeah. were were talking about it in their writers' meetings at this pub, having a pint together, um, creating some it of the comes best in pints. Yeah, I'm getting one. Creating some of the best stories of our time. Indeed. Yeah. Those are amazing tales. And I, I you know, uh, should I admit this on air? I am not the biggest. Did you kill somebody? Lord of the Rings fan. No, nothing criminal. Um, the, the I'm not the biggest fan of the movies. Oh, I know everybody's going to no, blast me for that. That's okay, man. I thought they're great. Oh, and I'm that, glad they came out. That's that, not a joke. Yeah, it's I just didn't. a joke. I love those movies. Everybody don't hate me. Um, yeah. That's what I was looking for. There you go. I, the books have done so much for fantasy as a genre. You cannot mess with that. You well, know? just you and I, like having played Dungeons and Dragons for it, so many it years. Invented Dungeons we, and yeah, Dragons. It, it, that, yeah, like, Lord of the Rings invented yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. We wouldn't, we wouldn't have Dungeons and Dragons but if it wasn't up, for Tolkien. I remember people telling stories about Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit and stuff. I remember the cartoons from the seventies. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, so my my vision of it is kind of still in, I don't know, somehow, like when they came out, I was like, oh, sweet. But I didn't need a Hobbit trilogy. I didn't need that. 
I liked what Peter Jackson did with the first three movies. I don't think any, no, nobody needed the Hobbit trilogy. And, and, and that should have been one movie. I think most people agree. Like they shouldn't have made that three films. It was a long three films. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was one book made into three films, but I they mean, books were, are they long, were banking books have on tons of pages. They were banking on the success of Lord of the Rings. So then they made a Fair second enough. trilogy, which didn't need to be a trilogy. That should have just been like one and then, film like, done. Yeah, and then know? Legolas shows up and he's the same age. It's kind of well, weird. Which from, what, younger, from my right? understanding, and don't and I'm not a, a Tolkien scholar by any chance Tolkien. or by any stretch of the imagination, but like from my understanding, like Legolas wasn't even in the books. They just put him in, they're like, Hey kids, remember Legolas? Remember Here Orlando Bloom? Yeah. <laughs> uh I don't know. I didn't know that. Yeah. So the, the Eagle Bar I was talking about real quick. Not I know we're all over the place. No, no. This is the stuff the, that people this is the actually after listen to hours. For. This um, is the after hours episode where nothing's scripted and we're just kind of going off the cuff. But man. people are like, hey, like I like hanging out with you guys. I want more of that. So this is that. So we're back on this. So in World War II, the uh, Allied airmen who drank and, and solicitized, I don't know what that means, at the Eagle, uh, they used wax, wax candles, petrol lighters, and lipstick to write their names, squadron numbers, and other doodles on the ceiling of the rear bar. I've been in this place. It's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they, I heard they were going to do it. They wrote like all the airborne guys too. Like, um, when you look at the Eagle, there's, there's, there's a couple signs, but there's definitely a 101st airborne Eagle, like from the U S military. There's that's in there as well. Right. Like, yeah, Cause yeah. you know, they all jumped into Normandy to go fight the, the Nazis, the I mean, Nazis. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, real stuff though. And people sign their names like, Hey, I'm not coming back. This is it. This is every, you're going to remember me by me marking up the ceiling in this battle. Right, of course. And it, it's pretty impressive and it feels neat to be in there. It's got a very cool feel to it. Right? Yeah. 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 So I, 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 and I've told the story for it. So we're sitting there, right? We're sitting in a fireplace. Yeah. There's like a little table. It's like tucked because big fireplaces, yeah. English stuff is very cool. Yeah, like and years later in 1953, that's where, they made the announcement of the discovery of the structure of DNA. The two Ooh. scientists. And I literally looked back behind me and I was like, somebody's like, hey, what's that, what's that plaque behind you? And I was like, they didn't say it like that. They're cool. So they were like, what's that plaque behind you? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, shout out, to, shout out to my boys that were there. Um, Brian from Site Injection was there with me. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. We had Joe. From your and old a band. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of people. And yeah, we even took some pictures. God, those are lost to the time. Um, taking pictures in front of the college and stuff. But uh and it's like right here is the spot the two men stood up and announced that they had discovered the building blocks of life and found DNA, what? which is really cool. And that's the, uh, yeah, that's, that's where it happened, dude. It was, it was Francis Crick and, and you were there and, uh, and James Watson. Yeah. Like, I mean, I walked in their footsteps. I, you know, I wasn't there when it happened, I mean, I know, but you contrary to popular belief, I know I look old, but I'm not Dracula. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that old. He's not that old. Not that old. Yeah. It's and cool though, man. Uh, yeah, but they're in there, you know, boozing it up and figuring out science. I think it's cool. But dude, England has so much cool history. You turn a corner in that country, you find something cool. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Yes. Yeah, so let, let's say, let's say you were, you were there at a certain point and uh, you have to forgive the ice maker. It's kicking on. In the I kind of like it actually. And, uh, and you're still here now. Um, <laughs> so you're like super old. And by that point, you're maybe asking yourself like, you know, what do I want to do with the rest of my time? But what if I'm going to, I'm going to propose a thought experiment. Is this the vampire question? No, no, oh. no, 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 not it's, the vampire question. It's pertinent. Question. We actually asked no, no, no. each other uh, this So this I, I saw a uh, kind of a, a clickbaity kind of article, if you will, um, that said, uh, it, it, and, and once again, it's, it's total clickbait. Don't take this at face value, but there was a clickbaity article I read last week that said like, are you ready to live forever? Science says that we will be able to 
basically prolong human life indefinitely within 30 years. Now, once again, this is, it's a clickbait article. It's total bullshit. I'm listening. Yeah, it's total bullshit. But let's put on our tinfoil hats for a second. And let's just say that, you know, tomorrow, tomorrow they come out. Have you seen the age guy on Joe Rogan, by the way? The age guy? Yeah, there's like an anti-age guy. He's like 50 something and he looks like he's freaking 25, 30. I haven't seen this guy. He takes care of himself, clearly. But he's talked about, he talks about like uh, extending, I guess, human life, right? The guy's 54, I think, currently. Okay. Looks like he's younger than 54. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, I'm not going to say he looks young. There's pictures on the line where he looks. He, he looks maybe a couple years younger than older. his age. Yeah. But, well, like somebody told me this week, and <laughs> not bragging here, that I look like I'm in my 30s, right? Hey, man, and I'll I take said, it. I said, I'll take it. Why is that? I say somebody. This is one of our friends, so it's not a big deal, right? Like, I can't just keep referencing the same people all the time. Otherwise, it's not mysterious because, you know, you sit there mm-hmm. and talk to your friend. You talk about everything. Um, but Doolin said I look young. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> You're so but, sexy. You're and, so sexy. And the thing was, is like, well, you don't have wrinkles. And I was like, oh, no, I really don't. Like, I don't have one of those foreheads that wrinkles up too bad or anything like that. We're I guess in our that's early 40s, start, man. Start, yeah, you know? everybody knows I'm, I'm Sometimes I'm you get them, sometimes you don't until later. So, but some people have, like, crow's feet when they're younger. I, I, you I have, I, like, listen, man, I've, I've seen myself in the mirror. I, I see the age happening in the I face. I think you look young. Oh, Stop. You also, you charmer. You also, I don't know. You, you're a man of many talents. Uh, <laughs> no, but 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 seriously though, like you know, it, it, age, age happens. But the opposite of that is occurring in young people now. Young people are looking older. Supposedly, I've heard. This. I just read this. Kind of crazy, right? Because they're using skincare products at a younger age, and it, what? What, it, what it's in, what's it, what's it doing, or what it did? I guess this is probably over the last twenty years. Is is yeah, like especially young women supposedly we're using skincare products to the point where now they're in their thirties, forties and they look like they're 50 because they stress their skin out with skincare products and they're like twenties and teens and stuff. Yeah. It's like, wow, that's really interesting. I never thought about it. Stress out your skin with skincare products. Isn't that like putting on your face, man? These things are not, what is it? I was going to say MDMA. (laughs) They're not, they're not FDA approved all the time. Right? Like, I mean, we just stopped testing uh, uh, I mean, facial products on animals and stuff. But doesn't in the last that like defeat years? the purpose of skincare products? Like, I remember like people used to tell me when I was young, like, put skincare products on your face you because you're going to age. Well, you, you, know, know, you know, Chip, right? He's like, I got bad acne when I was a kid. So I washed my face three times a day with soap. Yeah. And then it went away. And that dude still looks way younger than we do. I don't know. Well, I mean, like, so if you, you, you look at me, for, you guys can't see me or whatever, but like, so on my face, underneath my He's, left eye. He looks eye, like a young Henry Cavill. Underneath my left eye, I have a sunspot. Sunspot, it, yeah. It's sun damage. Yeah, you like, do. You know, yeah, you can you can see it. Like, a lot of people will find, like, they don't they don't recognize I, it. I got to give you props on this because I only see it periodically. When I, well, I'll, I'll call attention to it because I'm very aware of I it. I don't see it so often that every time I see it, I'm like, hey, man, did you scrape your face or something? Yeah, no, and it's And you're there. always like, oh, it's my sunspot. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Because yeah. I used to be a lifeguard yeah. when I was in my 20s, and I spent, like, most every day for about four years out in the sun and Under this, this is, glorious and, sun. and this is, this is the price of it and stuff. Well, but, that's why like, you know, a lot of people, especially people who sit out at uh, some of these outside tiki bars and stuff, real tiki bars, not fake ones. Uh, mm-hmm. They look like a piece of leather. Yeah. 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 So you this know. is just, this is my little piece of leather for my four years in the sun when I was, uh, when I was in my twenties and stuff, but it, 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 it kind of, I, I'm, I'm coming, I'm circling back around to uh, what we were talking about. And that is, Long story long. Um, the the concept of like science <laughs> vampirism says you know or, or at least some some BS article says like 
hey, immortality is going to be possible. It's just at some a pill point. away, right? Yeah. So let's say let's let let's do a thought experiment. What say you? Let's do a thought experiment. Um, next week, science comes out like it, science as the entity and says, "Hey, okay. everybody, immortal life is possible. All you got to do is just you know sign up, come up, take this pill." And you won't die from natural causes anymore. I, I would say I wish this conversation happened several days ago with another friend of ours because of this. I'm sorry. Did when, you lose somebody, man? I'm sorry. No. Well, I did recently, actually. I'm, it was, sorry, it was an amazing person. But uh, no, but um, Nino and I were talking. He's like, he, and, and I'm not saying I'm just agreeing with him. Uh, Will's calling. Uh, he, when I was 21, sign me up. Yeah, but now you're Make a little a bit vampire. older, right? And you're you're thinking about you're thinking about stuff. Got, so like you're, you're is, twice the age of forty is, or twenty one. Is, is my hip and all my joints gonna hurt for eternity? Am I gonna watch all my friends pass away? Well, you won't. Like, let, let, okay, let's let's like there, uh, you, you know experience let's is add a, a very little, weird yeah. thing. You know, let's, like let's add a little bit more um, context. Like let's add a little more context. So, so life say, experience. Do I know more than I did back then? Yeah. Oh, no, no, absolutely. No. Well, I'm not saying go back or anything. So let's say there's a pill. And it'll it'll make you immortal. You won't die from natural causes. So by the time you take it, um, you'll stop aging. But it only works from the point that you start taking it. All right. So, um, yeah, right. Your like, body like won't break down from here on. From here on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're. So but let's I can't, say, I can't let's say, run like you and I. Like I would want to do. I feel like I would want to still do. But imagine how you would feel things. like you know twenty five years from now. And you then you started taking it, and you're like, God, I wish I would have started taking when I was like 42 years old. But, you know, well, I mean, that's a thing. But well, do, you, do you? So, but 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 there's a lot that like eternal yeah. life is looked at two ways. Like, but here's is it a blessing or a curse? That but that's exactly it. And 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 I had this conversation with uh, my girlfriend Sharice not too long ago, and uh, I, I I I just kind of floated it out there as a as a thought experiment. And I was like, Would you want to live forever? And she, without hesitation, said, yeah, absolutely. I said, what would you do? And she said, I would do it all. I would, I would do, you know, I would travel. I, yeah, I would travel. I'd be a doctor. I'd be, a, I'd be the most accomplished musician in the world. Maybe I'd do this. Mm. Maybe I'd do that. But my fingers are not as fast as, as, uh, does that, does that mean I'm going to be John Petrucci and shred the gnar on guitar? I mean, with enough time and practice, maybe, but like, yeah. can my hands even develop if I'm in stasis? Can they get faster? Because I'm slowing down already. I mean, I'm slowing down. Yeah, like this is. But thing you like, don't slow anymore from here on in. People ask me about this all the time. They're like, "Hey, man, would you, would you, if you could do it all over, would you stay in the military?" I freaking loved it. I loved everybody I was around. I laughed every day. Yeah, it was a good, good group of people. You were young. Did physical stuff. Well, I mean, I retired two years ago, right? Yeah. But like now, I can't. Like I know I'm good for a few hours a day, but I can't keep up. You can't keep up. But you're as good once as you ever was. <laughs> All right, Toby so Keith. said Toby Keith. Yeah. yeah, but like, but I mean, to be be honest, you you can't too many injuries, that kind of stuff. It, it creeps up on you. It's up on All you. All right, let me let me pose. Uh, but but if, let me pose another. I mean, if you give me like the like a drink from the fountain and it fixes everything, it makes me like jacked and tan. I look like Henry Cavill for eternity. That's another story, right? right. We All can right. play with let that. Me, idea. All right, let me let me pose let me pose another. Shout hypothetical. out to Henry Cavill. <laughs> let me pose another hypothetical for you. They come to you and say, "Hey, man, you're gonna die someday, and that's cool. But this is what <laughs> that's this is not. Hold cool. on, this is what we're gonna do for you. We're gonna we're gonna plug you into the matrix, right? So when you upload die, upload your shit. 
So when you die, everything about you, your consciousness, everything is going to go over here into this cybernetic body that is you when you were 25 years old. You will forever be 25 years old. Now, at that point, once you're in this cybernetic body, you'll, you'll, you'll come in for repairs and stuff like that, but you will be immortal. You won't have to worry about cancer. You won't have to worry, you won't have to worry about diabetes. Cancer. You won't have to you won't have to eat. You won't have to drink. You will just be you in a 25-year-old body that we built. Do you want to do it really? Now, and of course, a lot well, of people were like, yeah. Yeah, that sounds but, great. But think but, about but really, this, man. But really break it down and think about it. Think about how many people in our age, and we're going to go, We're, you know what? You asked the question. Yeah. Think about how many people that are our current age with the way the world is mm -hmm. that are freaking highly, deeply depressed. And they're just done. And they're like, I don't know what to do anymore. And we're too young to be thinking like that as a collective. But I know a lot of people, we talk about it constantly, right? They're like, I've done all the things. I've seen the stuff. Like, you've traveled around the world. What are you going to do? Travel around the world again? Watch it deteriorate? Watch people be mean to each other? Like, because think about it. Like, when you look back on your life, it, and, and this is, you know, I'll post this question to you. I know a lot of people that can remember the bad stuff. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people started forgetting the good stuff. I know this isn't for everybody, and and it's a very jaded way maybe to think. And and this is why, like, I mean, we can talk about you know mindfulness and being in the moment and stuff, right? You know, and I think it's a very important thing. Uh, Tish Nahan's got Definitely a great book on that. Definitely be in the moment. The, the like I, I'm a big proponent. Of, Wash of, the dishes, right? Be in like, the moment. Yeah, yeah. be and, there. And, and I'm I'm going over these very broad strokes here because those are these are all podcasts in and of themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but like. You know, this is why you meet so many rich people who have they you accomplished like enriched, not not no, like no, wealthy, like, like but, wealthy oh, people okay, wealthy. who are bored and they start doing messed up stuff because they're bored. Yeah, there's nothing else to do. So what do they do? They start I think they start swinging to see what that is. And of course, that ruins that marriage. Then they're like, oh crap, do I get married again? Okay, well yeah. Well, what do we do now? Now we're bored. You no, know, uh, Jim like, Carrey said. Like, um, like, no, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, say it. Like, because this is well, important. Like people well, Jim, get. Jim, Jim Carrey said, I wish everybody in their lifetime could experience what it's like to be rich and famous as I have been so that they would understand that it's not the solution to anything at all. More money, more problems, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and I think obviously taking care of your friends and your family is super that's that's why money is cool right because that's the what that, we've based society off of, of. course well, yeah. that, that's a wild statement take like you know what i mean right the, but there's more to life than that the, yeah, the yeah. meaning is you want to be loved you're surrounded by the people you love and and you know that's a good ideal that's one ideal there's mm -hmm. a million ideals out there right i mean right. you might not want that right yeah I mean, everybody's their own person um, but like for me to be an accomplished musician, like you, you think about it, like we, this is time travel even comes into this. Like, would you go back in time and record kind like of, the greatest yeah. song, like in hot tub time machine? He's like, what song are you doing? He's like, I'm doing at least a little one. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, Stay. would you, would you get, I, I mean, that's stealing too. There's a whole bunch of other stuff that goes in that, but, um, like, like well, what would you gain? I mean, well, I could sit around and read for a hundred years. You could and be very you enriched read, in my knowledge. You could read everything. I could go to that college was ever written for every degree. For every degree, in theory, you become the best surgeon of all time. You become the best but musician my hands of all time. Shake like Doctor Strange. No, 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 they don't because you have a perfect body. Like let's. Just, oh, you're let's saying say, if I got uploaded? Yeah, yeah, let's just. I mean, but this is as a thought experiment. 
I mean, you know, well, you've gone down for a surgery, right? You've had a major surgery at some point. In your no, life. I haven't. Okay, so I have. A I don't want it because I get hurt all the time. Like uh, that was the kind of a thing. I, Keith gets banged up once a year and and has to go in for something, right? Major surgery or whatever, broken legs, arms, ripped my arm off, stabbed in the hand, whatever it is. I'm always in there, right? Got stitches when I was a kid. Obviously, they don't put you out for that one. Um, that's why I have the Joker smile, which you can't see unless I shave and I have a weird tan, right? Now right. those scars come out and it, it looks crazy, right? Mm -hmm. um, but that being said, uh, you know, that that there is, as you get older, they're like, oh man, am I going to wake up from this? Because, you know, yeah, anesthesia is dangerous, right? Like everything's dangerous, right? Do, do like what happens if you just go to sleep and you're not there anymore? That's kind of scary, right? What happens when they, hey, we're going to upload you right now and you just yeah. don't upload? Mm -hmm. I'm afraid of that process. Just well, I mean, like, let's just say, but I mean, you don't have to worry about the process because you're going to be okay. So I'm not the first. You're not the first, but <coughs> but maybe you're the you're, first person maybe, that got deteriorated when they when they did this uh, in Star Trek. Maybe they disappeared. Maybe you're they one. Didn't. Maybe you're one of a few hundred. All right, you give me like a. All right, you give me a hundred percent guarantee. What I upload myself in a 25 year old body, only to like better the stuff around me, I guess. So let's say, so this let's is say a hard question. Bro. Yeah, no, no, it really is. And that's, that's why I want to pose you, the would question. Would you do it? So, so here, here's the thing. Um, so let's say you, you can, you can become immortal and, and you don't have to worry about, you know, body deterioration. I wrote and, a book on this. Um, so, you know, what do you do? Like you, you devote your time to becoming your best at, Whatever it is you want to do, you know, well, I guess maybe maybe I want to be the best guitar player of all time. Well, I for I'm going to take you can't about, do it. I'm not taking well, that away from those on. guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna take like 80 years and study guitar. Okay, and then I do that, and then I'm going to take about another 120 years, and I'm going to become the best surgeon of all time. And then maybe okay. after that, assuming society hasn't collapsed, maybe I decide, you know what, I'm going to be president of the United States. I'm gonna do it, and I. Would and you I run, really want a and, fucking and, naughty vampire god to be the president, though? No, but like, but people would like if there was a guy that's been around for like 250 years, and he's like, let's say there. Was I mean, a, the benefit he, is I've seen this. You guys, you're going back down this path. Let's let's correct this and do it better next time. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, it's exactly. Better. And so, and, and there was there's some guys like, hey man, I've seen this, I've seen this, I've this seen is this. Why we need a live yeah. chat going, by the way? Yeah, this yeah, would be great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and then, you know, you do your, your two terms as president. Okay. And then, you know, by this point, you know, everybody you've ever known and loved has, has died and moved on in like two, That's three. Sad. Yeah, it is sad. Uh, two, three, four generations has like come up and gone since you've been there. And then you decide like, all right, I'm going to go around the world and I'm going to go see this thing. I'm going to go uncover all of the secrets of the world. That's then, a whole nother ball game right there. But then yeah. um, <coughs> society collapse and it's crazy. Like, you, you, But you're still there. You're still there. But you see all of society collapse. And then you're just staring um, over the course of several hundred years. Like, you you know, you're living in a cave and you you are the person. <laughs> living in a cave. You are the person oh, that man. that like shows everybody like, hey, guys, there was this society. We used to have fire. Yeah. We used to have this and this. And wheels. And you, you you help build up society from there, right? Um, and it comes back around. You see the rebirth of civilization. I and see the then, benefit. I would think that the reason to live forever is to see your generations carry on and hopefully be successful. Yeah. 
But after all, you've done all of that. Maybe, maybe you even see humanity take to the stars. I think if you're going to live forever, you'd be on the first ship. You'd go to Mars because you're not going to die. Yeah. Well, I mean, more the, if the ship explodes. Do you even have to breathe air? Well, if the ship explodes. Then you're just floating out there like an the, idiot. If the ship explodes, then you just float out there like an idiot for eternity. For eternity. Do you, do you want that? That's no. worse than death. You would, you would wish for death at that point, right? Like I would do a lot of air drumming. Yeah, if I was out there. So, you know, it's, it's really, it really comes down to this. And, and the reason why I've posed all of this stuff is like, is death a curse or is it a blessing? Really? We don't even know if it's permanent by some of the stuff we talked about. Yeah, by some, of the stuff we, by some of the stuff we talked about. Like, you know, I don't know. Is it a curse or is it a blessing? Would you? And, and a lot of people, and if, you, if, if, if you've you became, been alive. If you became said abomination, would you? Would you if you were alive for 7,000 years. That's a long time. It's a long, long time. Would you? Time. Would you want to be here still? You know what I want to know. What? This is not to shit on your question at all because I think this is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't have the answer. I, if I was twenty one, I would have said yes. Everybody at twenty one wants to live forever. But I said forty two. I don't know. But I'm also afraid of the end. Obviously, everybody. We're is. afraid of the end. But you know what? You know what that is though. That's the fear of the unknown. Just because we don't, if we knew what was next. I don't disagree with that. If we knew what was next, if we knew what was Then like, it wouldn't be scary. If it was kitty cat Thanksgiving and we just went over to the other yeah. side and like, hey, kitty, pass me the gravy. Then Garth, we Garth, wouldn't, they'd be like, oh, cool. Let's, uh, let's Garth, do that shit. Garth said it. I, fe- I fear change. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> or, it, or even if we knew for certain that it was just nothing, you know, that's. A little bit less of a... <laughs> if you knew that it was nothing, then I'd say you'd pick live forever. Would you rather live forever versus nothing? Because I feel like... I mean, like we don't, we, we, don't want, we don't want to not exist, of well, course. How about you go but, set up the colony seven, on Mars, and you're like, this is cool. Well, let's go to Saturn. But 7,000 years from now, would you feel the same way? I don't know. It depends on if the aliens come and stuff, too. And they're like, oh, you got to fight the, the Kree. And this, and this know, goes like, back to the I mean, episode. there's all kinds of crazy... But this goes back to the episode where we talked about uh, life after death and uh, the good place where, you know, the, the main characters after living together in like eternal bliss and happiness for like, you know, X amount of time, like thousands and thousands of years, they just said, well, think about I'm, I'm ready to peace out. So here's a good thing. You've, you've had different friend groups throughout your life. Of course. Everybody has, right? Yeah, yeah. I say you, I'm talking to the, the audience as well. Um you know, you pick your fir- perfect friend group and you're like, man, I wish this would last forever. Like I'm doing this job I like, I'm, I'm hanging out with the people I like. You feel very fulfilled, right? If you could keep that feeling going forever, you would, you would love to have that in theory, but people get in, you know, your best friend gets a girlfriend and then he's not around as much. He gets married, they have kids. Now kids are awesome. There's more of us, right? That's the theory there. Yeah. And it's more good. I think that's why families are so positive, you know? Um, so that's good. More good, right? More um, gooder. More gooder, better. Right? <laughs> better. Better good. I did good, y'all. Um, but then, y- y- you know, th- then, like, does that last forever? I mean, if you're living forever, you don't I, I don't think you're allowed to have kids if you get to live forever at that point. Like, more kids, you know, like, because then you have, like, a bazillion What are you going to do? Just keep pumping go, out kids? Go populate Mars. Go populate. Like, then, then you're doing it all alone. It's kind of weird. I mean, but if you've had, like, you know, it, it's very special to us as humans when we have children, um, 
but like, and it, it, the love for your daughter, like, and I know you love your daughter so, so very much. She's my favorite person. And uh, imagine, you know, a thousand years have passed. And her and I are still kicking it like freaking Thor, loving well, Thunder no, style. Gone. Like she's gone. No, I don't. I don't want to see that happen. Yeah, I mean, of course, honestly, you, of course, you yeah. don't want to yeah. see that happen. You don't want to see that happen. Yeah, you, nobody wants to bury their child, but you know, but you have to live through that. But then you have another one, and you have to live through it again. No, you, I, you, you, it's, do you want that? No, I don't think it'd ever be the same. Uh, I, I think you would. You I don't would, think eventually you would get sad again yeah. and bored again. Yeah, and that's and that's kind of both the curse and the gift of mortality. And maybe there's a new style of techno that comes out that you just love to. I want to listen to this. For, I, I, I don't know, man. Like I don't know. You is get, it the theme from Blade? Do, I don't because get like that. That is a great soundtrack. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. No, but but it, it it honestly it's just it's something to think about because like you know we 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 don't we, we're all marching towards the end. But we don't want to be like at the end. I think I'm just end. marching forward. Yeah, we, we don't want to be at the end. But, like, if the end wasn't there, would life be as special to us as it is now? Like, just well, living every day for, you know, 80 years, if we're, if we're lucky. If we're lucky, we're around for 80 years. Me, Probably not, most me, of us. Let me put it in this regard. Okay. Get a 100-year-old bottle of wine that gets better every day. Hypothetically, I know some of them turn to vinegar and all that stuff. Sure. And and the guy and even in sideways he was like, oh, today it's it's going to taste one way, and it's a living, breathing thing, and you get to experience that. Well, you know, well if you live for a bazillion years, anything that you taste, eventually you drink all the Dom Perignon, right? Like yeah, it's just gone. You're like, man. oh, that's the last bottle. You're like, well, I paid fifty million for the last one, but that's not a big deal because my stocks keep growing because yeah. I live forever. I'm going to buy this one for a hundred million, right? right? Last bottle of Dom Perignon. Do you even appreciate it? Would you after so many years? I don't know. You know, like it, it's that's just kind of the. I think that's why why life is life is very special because it life, is every day, man. Every it day. is uh, finite, and and you say that people say live every day like it's your last in the sense of I think it's more of a seize the carp, uh, <laughs> carpe diem thing. Like seize the day, make the best out of it. There's a lot of days that people don't make the best out of it, myself included. Right? There's a lot of days that you're you're calling it in, so to speak. Right? It's like the bad episode of the podcast. You're just like, oh man, I'm not, I'm not into it today or whatever, right? Like, but you you made that art in that period of time. Like, does it not have meaning? Like, yeah. you know, thank you for your impressionist artist. All the impressionists die, and you're still doing impression art. People are like, still doing that, bro? Yeah. Like, it the, doesn't it doesn't have the impression. Especially <laughs> if, if you've been around for 800 years doing this stuff, like. Oh God, man! This, this guy that's been around since you know before the collapse and rebirth of civilization, still doing the same shit. Like, do we really? I don't know. Okay, man. whatever, bro. It's a very, uh, it's an interesting concept, especially coming from talking about watching the professional. Yeah. No, no, really. Yeah, it really <laughs> yeah. is. So uh, it's just, I, it, it's something I think about, and uh, and this is spawned from a conversation I had with my girlfriend, this where is... she was like, she was like, yeah, I would be immortal, and I, I said. Yeah, but think that through. Do you really want it? You've like, run all the miles. You've, you've done run, all the things. You've done everything. I don't know. I don't know. And then eventually you do stuff that you regret, and then you regret it forever. Oh. I mean, there's, but, and then, I mean, seriously, eventually, though, like, you're like, well, like, I ate the, I ate the poison blowfish and I got sick for a while. And well, I did that and I regret that. Yeah. And then now, now I've got the shits for eternity. You know, like, I mean, there's, there's other, no, but flaws there's here. There's things to think about when it comes to that. And it's, it, it's like, but ultimately like, 
and let's say you're here for another two million years. Can we even fathom that in our minds? And uh, the world blows up. You know, like the sun mm-hmm. encompasses the world, and uh, you don't know. Now. And so, if you're if if, <coughs> if 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 you're lucky, mankind has taken to the stars and gone somewhere. Are you else. Breathe, Do you have to breathe air at this point, or we're we're past? You're just cyborg body. You don't you, have to breathe air. You're freaking. You're a cosmic level Marvel superhero. Yeah, basically. I mean, well, yeah, you just can't die, right? You just also can't live. What happens if you get stuck under a rock and you don't have super strength? Can't move it. Can't you're move just it. Stuck there forever. You're stuck there forever until the Earth blows up. Well, no, and then you're still there. Then the earth blows up and then you're just floating around. And then around you're to floating planet. in space. Yeah, that's bad, dude. That's bad. You would wish for death, right? I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like that Metallica song. <laughs> Ultimately, man, and and this is um, something I, I just think about, and it's... we. I'm here to listen to it. Yeah. Well, what are you doing right now? <laughs> Are Listen, you? Are, are we finishing this episode? Yeah. This is creepy. This is not a good note to finish <laughs> don't, don't on. Don't be, don't be creepy, man. Oh, it doesn't have to be like that. But like, listen, man. We here at Zumano, like we, we talk about all of the little things. Like, um, do we though? Yeah. Like <laughs> entertainment news, supernatural stuff, and and that kind of thing. But like, you know, maybe just every now and then we impart just just a little bit of. Uh, of just life. I was going to say, are you, you going to say wisdom? <laughs> yeah, well, wisdom too. Wisdom too. But ultimately, like, we can't be here forever. And like, listen, man, if you and I are lucky, maybe we're here for another 30 years. You know what we did talk 40 about? 40 years if well, we're really lucky. Let's not, let's, not, let's not put a date on it. Uh, no, we don't have to put a date I, on I, it. It's okay, Nino and man. I were talking. We're like, dude, you think we're sitting around at like seventy six, just having these silly conversations again? And he's like, I hope maybe. so. I think God, it'd be fun. I hope so, man. I, I think it'd be fun. I, I really do hope so. That like Back in, in my in, day, in, in like another 35, 40 years, you and I are still sitting here having these conversations, man. But like, we can't, we can't know, and no. that's the that's that's the it's whole the thing. Unknown. It is the unknown, man. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But uh, listen. From from Doolin and Keith here at Zumano, guys, please get out there and and something that I always say, and and this is actually something that I that I that I say. And if you go to my <coughs> Facebook page, this is like my quote. Like, leave a quote. This li- is my quote. I was literally gonna troll you and be like, I've never heard you say this no, ever. <laughs> I, no, I do say this. The most important day is today because Aww. it's today, and today won't be here tomorrow. So. Today is a good day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you, you walked no, no, that. man, no, no, no. It's a, it's all good. But you want to listen to Wonderwall? <laughs> Anyways, here's Wonderwall. You but, know, uh, I'll say just be kind to each other, and yeah. uh, you know, people should really start treating people nicely. <laughs> I we can only hope, dude. We can I only know. hope. We we live in a really divided time, and um, I think all times are divided. We're all. We're all kind of caught up in things that don't matter. And, you know, ultimately what does matter is, like, we're all sharing this space right here, right now, together. It's a beautiful thing we call Earth. Yeah. So get out there, guys. Live. Have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Make the most of today because it's today. I feel like I have to, like, shake your hand or something now. This is (laughs) For Zumono Podcast, I'm Doolin. And I'm Keith. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us, guys. Have a Zoom Monday week. We'll keep thinking. Keep reading books. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Awkward. <laughs> Doesn't have to be, man. This music is uh, too like. 
I feel like we just won uh, like a 1980s movie or something, and this is like the big. Don't you forget about me? (laughs) We won the big game! Yay!